0: What up, Whiskey Ginger fans? Welcome back to the show. If it's your first time joining the show, welcome to the show. Like it, subscribe it. Leave a comment down below for the algorithm. Please share this with some friends. I do dig it when you guys do that. It spreads it around. It keeps us moving on this show. And we got a good one for you today. Like my man, Steve Harvey, Don Say, show me Dan Soda. Dan Soda, love this dude. Uh, One of New York's finest. All right, this dude is so funny. Such a great comedian. Uh, I went and watched him do is almost an hour at the comedy store, and I gotta tell you, unbelievable what this guy's cooking up, and I can't wait for you guys to see it in the future. I'm on tour right now. Uh come see me, dude. I'm in uh Austin uh with Bobby and the bad friends uh on the 15th, the 16th. I go to Dallas. Come on, Dallas, come on out, baby. Uh then I've also got uh Vancouver and Lake Tahoe. I got uh Montclair, New Jersey, dirty Jersey. And then we go up to Niagara Falls, the good side, the U.S. side. Get out of here, Canada. But come on over. Please come see the show. Go to andrewsantino.com for those tickets. andrewsantino.com is the only place to get the links for those tickets. Don't buy from anywhere else. But andrewsantino.com, enough rambling from me. Let's go to the episode. In here, we pour whiskey. 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 whisk. you whisk, 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 whisk. that creature in the ginger beard. Sturdy and ginger. Like that, the ginger genius. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers oh hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Whiskey Ginger. My guest today is one of my favorite people on earth. I say that for all my guests, but I mean it once again today. <laughs> it's the sexy, the salacious, the tall drink of agua fresca. Dan Soderio. Everybody yeah. knows that you're half Spanish, right? Everyone that knows is? that.
1: I'm Uruguayan.
0: You're Uruguayan? <laughs> Uruguayan. Uh, that
1: was the that's what's fun about doing podcasts in general but also this being the only podcast I'm doing in LA. Yeah. You hit me with the most LA intro ever where you're like, "I love this guy." And this time I mean it.
0: But uh, you know what? I say that for all my guests. Yeah. But I mean it this time today. You
1: should start one where you're like, "I genuinely don't like this person." I
0: thought about doing a show where it's only it's only people that I have like beef with or an yeah. issue with. I did think about that because at one time Neil Brennan and I clashed about some bullshit, and I had him on. Yeah, like, like right after we had some bullshit, and we kind of hashed it out, and it was very Maren-esque. That was my only issue because Mark would do that. Maren would bring in people that he clearly would talk shit about or that he hated.
1: You know my favorite story. Of and they hashed knowing. it out. What the John Stewart story? I don't know that. Apparently Stewart and Marin had beef, and I've heard this is secondhand. I'm no, I'm not like really know those dudes. I guess Stuart like Maren used to be mean to Jon Stewart. That's the story that I heard. Marin used to be mean to everybody. Yeah.
0: That's the vibe.
1: That's, but that'll set you up for a podcast in twenty <laughs> yeah, years. I know. Whoever you see being a dick right now, you're like, are you gonna do an interview style podcast in twenty <laughs> years? But Marin like went up to John Stewart, I guess, and was like, Hey, why don't you come on what the fuck? and we'll talk it out or whatever. And Stewart was like if you want to talk it out, let's go to a diner. I'm not going to go make you money so you can apologize for being a dickhead. Respect. Heavy you're respect. Like, Ooh, John boy! be like,
0: yeah, I'll do it, but you can't run ads. You can't monetize it. You're going to make no money yeah, on it. Yeah.
1: If you want to make up in public, totally. fine, but we can't make money off it.
0: You're that's not sense. going to make money off Did it. Did they ever hash it out, though? I think? don't know.
1: I would love to know that. I would actually like to see the what the fuck with Stewart. John, John Stewart. Well,
0: yeah. because he's the kind of guy that, uh, from a comedian standpoint, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, but... He's the kind of dude that transcended the comedy world to go into, like, I don't know, the hierarchy of, like, way cooler than yous because they were, like, had their own creative comedy show, but also could comment about stuff politically and it didn't annoy me. Yeah, you know what they mean? could. He, Sometimes when you go comedy political, you're like, ah, now this guy's fucking annoying. I
1: think oftentimes you lose the people there. You do. That's where they just, they go there because it's like, um, they know how to get, they know how. Comedians are always looking how to get the laughs and the applauses. Yeah. And when you start going political, you kind of find just those like those levers. And you're like, well, I'll just pull those levers. And I'll yes. pull those levers. <laughs> yeah. Stewart was able to do it. But even him, sometimes, I started getting sick of, and I'm a massive Jon Stewart fan. Yeah. But I started getting sick of the whole, like, well, I'm a comic, so I can't really. what's like, no, you know a lot about politics. Yeah, he's super smart. Dude. You're super smart. Yeah, We're I'm- listening to you because we know you're super smart. Right, right. So don't do, like, the, but I'm just the dummy. Because some of us that are real dummies... Half to yeah.
0: Right here? <laughs> hey, we both we both need that one. Yeah, I'm both like that's an actual thing, we're That's like, my card. Yeah. You don't get to play my card. I'm actually dumb. Yeah. It's like you can talk <laughs> me into stuff. It's not good. You don't get to steal my dumb card, buddy. Yeah. Okay, I went to Arizona State. There St- is no dumber. You stolen valor. Yeah, we're Arizona schools, dude. <laughs> yeah. It's stolen true. valor. Yeah, you're
1: not allowed to we do that. We were educated. By the state of Arizona.
0: Yeah, which is so scary and sad. <laughs> yeah. The desert. Any desert education out there, shout out to Desert Ed. And by if you're the way, wondering if we know how to suck
1: out snake poison, no. Uh, no. <laughs> it's not the stuff you want to learn in Arizona. But do I know how
0: to uh, get high on mushrooms and chase javelinas through the desert? You better believe it, dude. Do I, do I know how to go to a school that does not recognize
1: Martin Luther King Jr. Day? You better believe that was, it, buddy. That was the, that's the <laughs> angriest white kids at Arizona schools yeah. get back in the day when they didn't recognize MLK Day. They're like, They'd he's
0: like, a guy, but he doesn't get a day.
1: Yeah, but we're like, we well, want the day off. Everyone wanted that Monday off.
0: No, man, you don't get it. He no, didn't do like, much.
1: Go to school. Go to school. He didn't do enough. You go to school. John Stewart's the one guy that I say goes against the thing of when they say don't meet your heroes. Mm. Jon Stewart's still, even he, being that high, he can speak comedian fluently
0: still. Yeah, right. Well, he, his language he doesn't lose. I f- I, but I do feel like if you get Seinfeldian, oh. he's too big.
1: Yeah, no, he, that's, he's the most awkward guy. But that's he's what I mean. The, he he's was too one, big. I think he's too big. Him and Rock were the two that, when I moved to New York, really bummed me out. That I made you like, say because
0: you met him, and you are like, "This stinks."
1: Oh, I didn't meet him. Oh, they—you know—he's like, I was like <laughs> a nervous open mic comic in front of Stand Up New York, and Jerry yeah. Seinfeld walks by. I was like, "Hey," J-, but he—you don't realize how much he's
0: getting that. He gets that all day, every second of the day.
1: And it's hey, also it's Jerry Seinfeld, and he's like. Ugh. you know he was like mad about it and you're yeah. like "Ah, oh, sorry that shit man
0: you're like you know what you're right dude I i'm suck. a fucking scumbag what is the deal with tiny soaps <laughs> i still don't know what the deal is and i just need a fucking answer dude no he he is one of those guys that's kind of you know but i will say got meet your heroes type of guys like burr when i first met burr i was you know and he he wasn't even at the time Mega famous like he is now in dude. the stand up world he still was. I mean, dude. But you know, to America they didn't really know him. Yeah. When but... I met him, but I but he was the guy that I met that I thought, oh he's he is uh, exactly what I wanted him to be like no. honest, nice, cool, not not placating. Very. Rogan was the same way to me. Joe was the same way. Like a lot of those guys that were that I thought would be a little uh, get the fuck out of here, kid. They were the opposite.
1: Yeah, Burr scared me.
0: Well, but, his but... energy does. <sighs> yeah. <sighs>
1: If what? you grew up, if you grew up without a dad Where are you from? Yeah.
0: What what are you looking at me Where for? Where you from?
1: Dude, I watched him. San
0: Francisco. <laughs> yeah. I watched that such That's such a good bird. Fucking That's such a good bird. He's just
1: a shit. He um after he he moved to LA right as I moved to New York, so I missed him. Mm-hmm. But I was I was friends with Bobby Kelly and you know like I would go I'd open for DeRosa and Bobby Kelly and right. so all of people that Burr knew. Yeah. So when Burr would come around, it was like a big deal. It's like sell out Carolines. And then if you ever like got near him, it was like being by Like the president, you were like, and I'm talking about like 08, 09. Right. Just put out, why do I do this? But comics in New York were obsessed. Yeah. You know, like it was, one of my favorite moments was like getting past the cellar and Burgess walked in randomly and I was sitting there with Keith Robinson and they just started shitting on each other. And I was like,
0: this is magic. Yeah. I was like, oh. You're watching Up Close yeah. Magic. You're like, like Whoa. How are they doing this? Oh, my God. Is this real?
1: I was like, look at your fucking Pizza Hut manager pants, you know? <laughs> and Keith was like, oh, shut up, man. Look at him. He's laughing because he wants to open for you. He was just like calling me out in front of it. It was. I love it things.
0: when you watch the old guy. When you watch guys that you know because when they're older than you, you you think, well, maybe they're not like our generation. They don't still fuck with each other. But then you watch them do it, and you, you get to just walk like a window into their world. You're like, yeah, this because they've known each other since they were our, when
1: we, yeah, we started Jim, with our guys. Jim Norton, who's one of my favorite comedians of all time. Love, yeah. Looks at Bobby Kelly differently than, I'll be having a conversation with Jim, and Bobby will walk up. Same with, like, Voss. Yeah. Same with, like, all those old guys. Colin, like, right. they'll be around, and then they'll see another one, and they'll, like, and it's your, it's just like, oh, you this dickhead. Right. You know, but they're, like, still being nice to me because I'm, a, you know, so they're right. like, oh, yeah, no, I heard that club. And they're like, ugh. Like that, like, and you're like, Anybody ah,
0: that you meet at that professional level, even outside of stand-up, when they see each other the way they treat each other it's funny to watch cuz you're like it's nice to know they 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 still have that relationship where they're yeah. like you know nice shoes bitch yeah. you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and then, and obviously he liked the shoes a lot so he's like don't fucking talk about my yeah. shoes man in front Fuck of these you, kids dude i just bought them yeah. shut up <laughs> yeah. they uh yeah, one of my
1: dude. one of the things that made me like adam sandler a lot was i obviously who doesn't love adam sandler but he was at the cellar one night sitting at the table and there was like a bunch of people around mm-hmm. like a bunch of people around there was almost like rings of a tree around Adam Sandler. And he was at the table and fucking Attell came in and it was like winter and he had his black leather gloves on and his hat and had his, you know, cigarette out of his mouth. Just goes to the side of the bar to get a coffee. And I was sitting fourth ring out, just waiting to go up. And I saw Sandler see Attell and be like, Dave, Dave. And he like got up and walked over and Dave was like, hey, Adam. And I was like, this is awesome. yeah, This, it's wa- this moment right here, watching Sandler geek out for a tell I was like this is awesome that
0: is cool. Dude, was Sandler wearing uh, basketball shorts the close he was wearing a puffy vest yeah see I like his fashion I love it I like that it, I dressed
1: like him during the pandemic when Cold you have pandemic. fuck
0: you money you're allowed to go back to you regress back to this is all I have money like it's in your mind you're like I have so much money I could buy any of the clothes he doesn't buy fancy bullshit clothes He just buys comfortable shit that he can put on his body when he leaves his house.
1: I wouldn't also be surprised if he just wears what's given to him. If they're like, hey, and one sent you these oversized basketball shorts (laughs) and Sandler's like, put them on. I also think when you get that kind of money, you become truly who you are because you don't have any limitations anymore. So you're just like, I'm gonna wear a sweatpants. Like the weird shit that I would do with Sandler money. What would you do with Sandler money? I would probably grow a ponytail that wasn't that great and then <laughs> and be comfortable shirtless for the first time of my
0: life. I would have one tooth removed. I don't I'd have one yeah. cool like one front tooth removed. Mr.
1: Straw Hole.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> That's Mr. Sand. And everyone calls it Santino Strawhole. Mr. Santino,
1: because they call you Mr.
0: Yeah. Mr. Santino, sir. Duck. And I make the I make them put it in. I'm like, yeah, go ahead put that in my th- tooth th- so I can fee- ship that. Thank you, Philip. feed me. <laughs> If I had Sandler money, if I had fuck you money, I do think I talked about this the other night with somebody. I wouldn't have a permanent residence. One time Jim Carrey embarrassed the shit out of me. Shout out Jim Carrey when he was my boss and I'm dying. Always up Here. Always shout out Jim Carrey. Dude, this motherfucker. It was. Would he hang he, out around
1: the set of I'm Dying Up Here?
0: Yeah, when I mean when he had when he had uh, uh, you know 15 minutes of time to do so, but he would come by. When he would, can I ask you a question? Yeah.
1: Because everyone tries to act cool in comedy. Yeah. But you get cold watered when you're around. Big people. Mm-hmm. Big people make you fucking... <sighs> he's talking. Burr your, was like that. Your butthole gets tired. We went to playwrights after a Caroline show in like 2009. Celtics were playing the Lakers. Mm-hmm. And Burr was there. And I was with the Rosa. So we just started talking to Burr about like the new Metallica album. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, there's a, the day that never comes pretty good. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm yeah. like...
0: You say stuff because you feel like you want to fill gaps of conversation. Yeah. But you forget that they don't – they're just like you. You wouldn't want to do that either. They're bored. They're at work. Well, that's what fucking Jim did to me. He And I did the, I cold-watered myself because – Did
1: you have cold water when he walked in?
0: Well, no. Well, I got comfortable with him really fast because he came around the store and that's kind of how, like, me and Eric Griffin got seen by him and all that stuff
1: that's but so cool this it was that's, a, that's just a cool story doing
0: well in front of him was um come on wild come on honest honestly dude i almost wanted to go up and shake the hands of everyone in the audience that night and be like thank you so <laughs> Guys, dude like we thank, came you, together. thank you thank you you did it you helped oh, my god you fucking crush oh my god
1: lady yeah. that laugh that that laugh you it. you are the wind beneath my wings <laughs> and i'm telling you right
0: now the mask
1: watched me murder <laughs> he
0: did, like having him be a part of it was fucking wild and then here we are we're at like a party maybe it was I don't think it was a rap maybe it was the rap party for the first season or whatever and we were at the Sunset Tower Hotel out on the balcony and they want us to be out there to take photos but nobody was really out there besides me Mike Langarano and um and Ari graner so we're sitting out there we're just kind of having a drink chilling and Jim is like cuddled up next to me a little bit and he's kind of like staring at me and he's like uh he goes what what are you drinking? And I was like, I'm having tea because I'm, f- my sore throat, you know, and he's like. Because
1: I got to blow a dude. He's like, ah, those <laughs> jokes are still fun. <laughs> there it is. Tell me those jokes
0: aren't fun. Check out my new line of No Fear shirts. Jim, one second, Jim. <laughs> 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 I just yeah, fucking yeah. sucking the maitre d'. But he, I tea, and then he just was thinking, he was like, tea is an interesting choice. And I was like, fuck, does that mean I'm an idiot? Is that a bad choice? <laughs> yeah. Like, dumb guy brain kicks in, you're like, yeah. does, you don't like tea? Tea bad. Tea bad. So then I go like a moron now Angorano can hear me and Ari can hear me and I go so what's been, what's been going on Jim are you good and he's like yeah yeah I'm doing actually doing feeling very well lately I go awesome I go where do you where is it do you live now are you fuck. and I'm like drowning as I'm saying it that's not cold. That's not just cold water. That's it's it's quicksand and water. Oh, I love it. Where dude. you're like, oh, I'm yeah. going to fucking die. I'm
1: drowning. Yeah, you're not in cold water. The the no, water's I'm drowning. taking you. Yeah. You're yeah. going to your sweet I'm mean, one of those best. uh
0: uh, mil- uh those training uh, tanks where they yeah. drown where they oh. drown them on purpose. Yeah. 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 It's, yeah. And I'm feeling it coming and I'm going, "Where do you live is LA oh, is hills, a permanent?" Vancouver you're from. And, and he literally goes, "What do you mean uh where?" And I go, "Where's your permanent? Are you here the most?" And he goes, I'm kind of wherever I need to be, man. Oh, and it was like, a... oh, cool. Fuck you! you that what an annoying question. Yeah, I live on Main Street. You yeah, <laughs> turd.
1: I'm over on Third and. He Brooks. just goes like this and he <laughs> yeah, walks dude. away. It's exactly. But I do need it. to know the location. Yeah. No,
0: I just what but a stupid thing to say. That is, you're just trying to start a conversation. I know, but you know what? Start just, any other conversation, you idiot.
1: But it's also like you're having a conversation while thinking like. Have a conversation. Talk, so that's why your talk. questions are like, "You, did you get sunburned? <laughs> <laughs> and they're like, yeah, I get, yeah, I get sunburned. Because are you?
0: because I do. Oh, I got sunburned
1: last year. <laughs> I've, I've had that my whole life growing up just with it. Anybody. Also, I think mm-hmm. like you're the son of a single mom. I was the son yeah. of a single mom. Yep. And you're like around dudes who you want your mom to be happy. Yeah. You don't want to like. I don't. I'm not the mischievous type where I'm like pranking these guys. No, I was like, "Hey, man, just come on." Yeah, she's going through a lot. Will you
0: be cool to her, dude. <laughs> it would be cool if you were cool she to her, dude. the bus to Etna, dude. <laughs> just be cool. Be cool, man. Just fucking be cool, please, man. dude. All right. And then
1: I think that becomes like you inject this awkwardness awkwardness with conversation immediately that you yeah. can break through.
0: Yeah, you get always, you get over
1: it. Always, every time I'd work a comedy club. Now I love Thursday night shows. I think those are my favorite shows. But I always used to have like. You're
0: underrated for sure.
1: I used to have this thing with like clubs for the first time. Because it was like. I felt like I was more acting like I was doing stand up. Than I was just being funny.
0: Uh, like and you were you're playing the role. Yeah because you're
1: like. This is how I look in this room doing these jokes. Right. As opposed to like. How comfortable you are at the store. Yeah. Or how I feel at the cellar or the stand. Where you just walk in and you're like can I talk about this thing? I just want to talk about this
0: thing. Let me rattle off some bullshit to you guys. You you might not like it.
1: But people are like that. Yeah. The more you're around people and the more you hang out with them, like two or three, that's how relationships are built. So it's like that Jim Carrey, after that conversation, I bet you felt a little more comfortable.
0: 100%. And I made fun of it later. I
1: regressed with Bill Burr because then just the next time I saw him was at Playwrights. I was there for Sam Marill and Joe Mackey's birthday party. Mm. And I walk in and they're like, Bill Burr's here just watching the Stanley Cup. I know nothing about hockey. Oh boy. Nothing. And it was Bruins Blackhawks. It was like a big That's a huge yeah, that's huge. It was huge. Yeah. And I just sat he was there to like be in the city, but also Bobby just had his son. So he's like, I'm gonna go see Bobby's son. And so I, we were just like watching hockey, and I was like, I felt like the girlfriend more than I've ever felt. Where I was like, who are we cheering for? <laughs> you know? It's just Burr with a glass of whiskey. It's like the most, it's yeah. just like the most iconically looking thing of just him at the corner of the bar being like,
0: ah, fuck it, come on. What is hooking? What is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah.
1: that? Is the forecheck like a foreskin? What is it? <laughs> I just like remove myself. Dude, but, take a fucking walk. <laughs> that's what it was. was like, fucking like, sitting what, here what, watching he was, the game. He was like, why aren't you out doing spots? And I was like, "I because that's the only gave me a 215 in the morning.
0: It is funny when you get those late night spots when you're young and you get like that. I remember a guy lived with me, a comic. uh, I won't say his name, but he he was passed and I wasn't passed. Yeah. And he was staying with us. He was like chilling with us because he was in between places. And he got a phone call from the phone, from the phones, from the kids that run the phones. And he goes, really? Fuck. Fine. And he hangs up. I was like, what's going on? he's like, gave me a fucking midnight spot. And I was like, I would slit someone's dick off. Yep. For a midnight spot. I was like, a midnight spot at the club? I was I was like, that's... What do you mean? That's amazing. Oh,
1: I... um, When I first started working the cellar, I was drinking still, so I didn't care. So she could be like, you have a 135. And I'd be like, I'll Perfect. be, I'll be <laughs> right around the corner at Triona's getting banged up. <laughs> Let's go. But when I quit drinking, that's when those spots became a problem. Yeah. And I would put in for Friday, and then I would get like a 115, which in reality... Is a two forty five? Just
0: gonna say two something, yeah.
1: And then you know which comics go long, so you know who you got to see that we see on the lineup. You are like, I am not, dude. One time I got up on stage at like three fifty five in the morning. And were I was there like, humans there? Yeah, and they were not an audience. No. They were just a pile of humans. And you <laughs> just get up there, and you are just like, so Godfrey just fucking killed for like twenty five minutes, and I am up there, and I am like, um, you guys ever get on the subway? <laughs> it's just like <laughs> shit, dude. It just sucks. <laughs> that people at four in the morning you know
0: in here we pour whiskey whiskey. hey i've spoken pretty openly on this show about how i build stuff on the internet using squarespace squarespace is the best easy convenient way to build something online okay it's an all-in-one uh platform building your brand and growing your business online stand out with a beautiful website engage with your audience and sell literally anything this is the best way to track distribute whatever information you're trying to give, whether you're a gym teacher, uh, a yoga instructor, a stand-up comedian who's trying to put out tour dates and also sell merch online. That's why I use Squarespace. Uh, they were incredible. Uh, you know, basically what Squarespace does is they give you the options to use their layouts. Or you can go rogue. You can go wild and just do it your own way. Uh, but they do have great stuff in there that can, you know, you can use for all sorts of different kinds of careers. They have connected social media accounts. You know, you can display all the stuff from one profile on your website, which is cool. They got the video studio. You can create pro-level videos on there that you can embed directly on your website. Online booking and scheduling for classes or sessions if you're somebody who teaches something. And they got analytics, these insights to help you build your business to find out where everybody is coming from, which I love because that's how we know where my fans are, baby, when I come see you on the road. So Squarespace has helped me build something, and I'm a stupid person, so you're probably smarter than me, and you can do it much easier and better using squarespace so uh do yourself a favor head to squarespace.com slash whiskey squarespace.com slash whiskey for a free trial when you're ready to launch use the offer code whiskey save yourself 10% off uh that's pretty good your first purchase of a website or domain squarespace.com slash whiskey squarespace.com slash whiskey offer code whiskey save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain hey you don't know when that moment's gonna arise, you know And you know and you know when it does, your boy better be ready. You better have juice in the rockets. The fuel better be heavy to go. And look, maybe you've been in a relationship for a long time. Maybe you're just seeing somebody for the first time. ED is common. Erectile dysfunction. It's not a dirty word anymore. We can say it. It happens to millions and millions of men. In fact, 52% of men, 52%, just over half, between the ages of 40 and 70, are going to experience some form of ED. All right, so buckle up. You could be one of these people. There's nothing embarrassing. There's nothing wrong about it. And uh, all you have to do is use Roman. The benefits are incredible, and they're going to help you enjoy sex. What they do is it's confidential, totally discreet. uh, No no logos on the packages that come to your door. You're going to get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, all from the comfort and privacy of your own home. Nobody's got to know. A U.S.-licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. It's going to ship to you for free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward, convenient, and discreet. Getting started is very simple. Just go to getroman.com slash whiskey, getroman.com slash whiskey. Complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving the comfort of your own home. Okay? Go to getroman.com slash whiskey today. If you're prescribed by a U.S. licensed healthcare professional, uh, you're going to get $15 off your first month of ED treatment. Make sure you're ready to have confidence and control. Get Roman ready, baby. Getroman.com slash whiskey today. Ginger. I like gingers they're they're dead they're dead they're anytime after there's a witching hour and the store has it i'm sure the seller has its own but there's a witching hour when you feel the physical shift they're staying yeah but their souls have left their body yeah, their go- souls are at their apartment i've
1: stu- i've stood i've stuck around for like Chappelle shows where he's like done long and you can just feel it at one point everyone's like okay now we're just here cuz we like to watch you talk
0: and then they start to like kind of like stare around at each other like i guess we don't leave until other people then leave Then it becomes like who's leaving yeah. We're not leaving. And everybody wants to leave, but then when someone gets up, they go, oh, this guy's leaving. I watched him for three hours one time. and he's, Three
1: fucking hours? He, at the cellar, and he was so good. He was like, wow. it was when he was doing those Radio City Hall shows. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like hanging out. 45 minutes of it was him and Chris Rock just talking. So you're almost like, oh, we're watching a podcast of Chris Rock and Dave sure. Chappelle. But it went like in waves where he would just be fucking crushing. And then there would be moments where he's just like, staring at a lady's purse smoking a cigarette and you're like what's what's going on here and then right back like 5 minutes later just annihilated but you're it. staying
0: for the good shots
1: and it was like me list norman and schultz just sat at this table and, and watched. watched them for like
0: see those hours. are the moments though that you're like I do love them. I'm glad I've had them, but I'm also glad that I don't uh, do them don't anymore. Do them any- yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, we're getting yeah.
1: old. <laughs> yeah. We're like, I get my dick. It's hard to be home with my girlfriend and uh. dog at like 10 p.m.
0: Oh, daddy gets tired. I just love throw on a Jeopardy. Oh man, slug, dude, can food. I watch the wheel and jet back <laughs> yeah. to back, dude?
1: Yeah, dude. And I used to be like, I remember being out and being like, it's 2 a.m. It's early. Yeah, You Still yeah. have like three hours of drinking About the whole
0: night left. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, And then now I'm like,
0: what am I doing up at two a.m.? What was it? What did you? You didn't have like a physical rock bottom moment to quit drinking. You wanted to quit drinking. It wasn't couple. like something happened. Like you know, some people get in a bad oh, accident. Oh yeah, I didn't kill nobody. Nothing. Did, lose, nobody died. I didn't
1: lose anybody.
0: Nah, see, yeah, I didn't
1: lose a relationship. Bitch, a- <laughs> yeah.
0: not real. Let you kill. Get out of
1: here. Yeah, I had a. I just had. Uh, the writing was on the wall. Yeah. My family had a problem with it. I knew from the time I was young that both, like three out of my four grandparents struggled with drinking. Both my parents struggled with drinking. So I was like, this shit's, I was good at it. I was like too good at it. One of the best. I would Still got a couple
0: trophies up there somewhere.
1: I would just step in and be like, yeah, I'll go all night. No Coke
0: needed. Uh, No Coke needed guy. That's great, dude. You're a champ.
1: I won't say which comic, but there was a comic I was, we were hanging out. On like a Saturday, and he was on blow, and I wasn't. Normand. No, no. I'm kidding. And he tapped out.
0: Oh, shit. And
1: and you were without blow? I mean, I was like one-eyed, but I was like.
0: Yeah. King uh, drinker. And
1: then I, you know, was sick for the next two days. But it just became a lot of shit where I was like, uh. And then people were telling me. They're like, you should quit drinking. You should look at your drinking. And it was.
0: That's That's a good sign. That's a good sign from friends. Yeah, when you start getting emotionally
1: hungover. Like, that's. It's yeah. gonna happen inevitably as you get older, but just like having those mornings where I was like, I'm
0: like this. "Fuck this,"
1: and then I watched Joe List quit. Joe List, Joe List. My drinking crew coming up was like,
0: was Bargazzi back then? Yeah, it was with Bar- boys? It
1: was Nate, me, Joe List, and then Norman was like the
0: loose four. He's still holding on. He's the only one left. He's yeah. the last scion, dude. <laughs> he's the last one.
1: He's the last samurai. He's the last one going. Hey, I'm gay. Hey, gonna keep drinking. That's a good Norman. What are you gonna do? (laughs) Yeah, that's great. He um, but we used to drink and then list stop drinking. And we would like, Joe said something one time. He's like, Do you remember when we would take a night off and then the next night be like, look at us. We don't have a problem. (laughs) We drink six nights in a row, take one night off and be like, Yeah, we're fine. We got this. We're fine. fine. Yeah. And then We took off
0: Sunday. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. And then Joe quit. And like three months in, I was like, How is it? He's like, It's awesome. Yeah. He's like, Once you get through it, he's like, You know me and you. And he said something. He was like, There's no new way for me and you to get drunk. We've done it all. And I was like, Oh shit. And I read this book. Nikki Glazer got me this book called The Easy Way to Quit Drinking by Alan Carr. And I read it and just fucking. Who's
0: smoked. Alan Carr? Do I know that name? Quit Smoking Guy. Oh, that, I was like, why does that name your, sound so familiar? I used to
1: be a huge piece of shit. Learned how to clean it all up. <laughs> some British guy. I used then, to
0: be a huge piece of shit. I oh, it was a Follow fucker. my lead.
1: Jason Statham is <laughs> Alan, Alan Carr. Carr.
0: I got the easy way no more to f- get killed. You want to stop fucking sheep? Read my book. <laughs>
1: yeah, I got the easy way to stop molesting your daughter. <laughs> it's like stuff where you're like, dude, this is, <laughs> I can't get behind this. That's such a good impression of Statham. <laughs> He's like, you want to stop? I'll tell you how to stop exposing yourself to children. <laughs> <laughs> Easy steps.
0: But he And the front, the, the, the book cover is, is a picture of him exposing to the kids looking back at the... <laughs> <laughs> the
1: wink with the jacket open. He um. But I used the drinking book, and then I used the smoking book. Alan Carr helped me get off booze and smoke. S-
0: uh, s- smoking, for some of my friends, is way harder than drinking. For yeah, I would go I, back... So many friends were like, fuck this, I can't stop smoking.
1: Katie and I, throughout the pandemic, were like, It's impressive we haven't started smoking because she's a former smoker, Uh and we're just like we both know if we're going back to anything. I would go back to cigarettes ten times before I would go back to drinking.
0: Yeah, because they are. If I go
1: back to drinking, cigarettes are back.
0: But also, drinking—you physically can feel the effects so much quicker. Cigarettes aren't going to hit you as fast in terms of
1: you can. Yeah, I don't know. There's just I just love them.
0: Were you a pack a day guy? Yeah, yeah. more. More
1: uh, when I worked in Alaska, I got up to like two packs a day. Scumbag. Because smoke breaks are also breaks.
0: Yeah, you just don't want to work. You're like, I want to chill out. Yeah, I'm dude. fucking tired, dude. dude I, comics are so lazy. Yeah. That's why we do what we do, because yeah. this isn't a real job. When can I work? An hour a night? Uh,
1: uh, can I do one hour a night? Can I do 15
0: just this <laughs> Thursday?
1: But it got, like, when I worked up at the cannery in Alaska, you would, like, if you had... T- two cigarettes back to back he got uh, twice as long as a
0: break oh it's so nice
1: so I just you know when one's going out you just pull out another light. Ooh, light. like the light one with the other yeah,
0: like, yeah that chain hit all right that feels good i love your boss is like hey say what wait
1: you just is that a new cigarette like, yeah. same no, same one same. not lou same cigarette <laughs>
0: <laughs> by the way your
1: boss's name is always lou lou it was lou and lynn those were the doc bosses That's and then so there was a filipino boss named aladine and he he was know, on the lamb for sure. This guy was I, on the run. He only had four teeth on his bottom gum. Yeah, and he would. How many more do you need? Yeah, dude, I don't know, but he could chomp. <laughs> he could chomp. <laughs> he would. He would bum cigarettes off me, so that got me more breaks. Oh wow,
0: yeah, because I was cool. on
1: the dock crew, but I would drive into processing, and he'd be like, "Cigarette," and I'd be like, "Fuck yeah, you want you a cigarette, got it, buddy?" He spoke barely in English, mostly Tagalog, but I was like, "Dude,
0: how does that guy end up in Alaska?"
1: I don't know how any of them do. I don't know how any of them. Well,
0: do. whites, whites, kind of. Whites are meanderers, and so
1: well, well, we either want land, oil, money, or fucking. <laughs> and <laughs> that's that. all up there, by the way. It's all up there. You can land, get,
0: oil. You get paid to live up there. Wait, they move? Like they fly you up well, there? You
1: become, it used to be. I don't know. It could change, but I think like if you're an Alaska resident, they uh, a resident, you sign up to be an Alaska resident, you get like a check for like twelve hundred dollars
0: because they're like we need more humans. Well, there's
1: also oil up there, so they're like we're making a shit ton of money off oil, and if that's you know, that's
0: the wildest thing about when you go up north, like you go to Northern Canada or any of that stuff, everybody you meet. Has connective tissue to that oil game, and you're like, "Wow, dude, this runs, this runs deep." How many people like my? I met a guy in uh, we're out in the desert in Palm Springs, and he sold big. He he was retired at yeah. like 48, <sighs> and he sold big uh, big rig machines for for oil. <sighs> and I was like, "Oh, dude, that's how'd you get into that?" He's like, "Tonka trucks." <laughs> <laughs> He's like,
1: "I just love Tonka when I was a kid. Learned how to dig. Yes, yes, yeah. yes! I'm a
0: millionaire." He, but he literally, he was like, oh, bud, dude, fucking driving a truck. And, and I was driving trucks. And I said, uh, dude, I'll fucking own them because someone was renting them. And I said, I'll own one and fucking lease it out to you, bud. So I did that. <laughs> he goes, I did it twice. I did it three times. Then I bought an old company. that was failing. I fucking knew how to fix them, fixed them, sold them. And he did this until he finally grew a fucking empire yeah. of trucks. I was like, that's, that's like the most fun way to become a millionaire. You're like, I got this. All right, I know how to do this. Yeah, but you work... It's all That's bottom-up.
1: Yeah. That's like, oh, well, I did the thing. I know what's broke about the thing. Right. I'll work my way until, like...
0: Until they buy it all from me.
1: Until I'm the guy.
0: Like, did you ever see Donut King? Do you ever see that documentary? No. I think I've talked about it on the show before. I mean, uh, it's a documentary basically about, like, LA has more donut shops per capita than any city in the United States, and it's mainly because of this one dude who was an immigrant who basically, like, it, like, influenced all these other dudes to come here to open up these shots because most of them are run by, I'm going to be dumb here, but I want to say they're Thai or Filipino. I'm going to get laced up online. People are going to be like, how do you not remember? Yeah. But this dude, so what he would do is, you know Winchell's? You ever heard of Winchell's Donuts? Dude,
1: Winchell's was my shit bro.
0: Okay, so Winchell's. Right,
1: the, the Winchell's right there on Chambers and Hamden. In all Aurora. right, you're on it.
0: So the Winchell's had a program. So this dude, his name, okay, so he's from a Cambodian refugee. Sorry, Cambodian. Woo! Oof, Thank God gonna, you looked that up. Dude, the Bodians are going to fuck me dude, up. Dude,
1: you would get bodied by some Bodians. Well, what he
0: did was he came here. It's a long story short, and spoiler alert if you're going to watch it, but he basically like went through the Winchell's program. They taught you how to like operate a franchise. Then he was like, well, I'm going to open my own. <laughs> yeah, so he did, you. and he was like, this is fucking killing it. Any Cambodian that would try to come here through the grapevine would get a hold of him through these, you know, family friends yeah. and network, and he would look for a job, loan them money to open up their own store. Go open up your own plan. teach hole. him, so he was basically Donut, a fucking. Uh, he was like the franchise king, and I won't tell you the rest of the document. I want to ruin it. That's fucking crazy. But he was a genius. He, he was like, "You're going to teach me how to make the donuts."
1: Yeah, they. This guy. When I moved to New York, I worked for a restaurant company that's like been sold off now. Mm. But when we worked, I worked at this restaurant called Dos Caminos. So it was like fancy Mexican food because they don't have Mexican food. On the East Coast, or they do, but it's the one
0: thing we do that you guys cannot even fucking compete a little bit. There ain't no Mexican food out there. It's not good. It's bad. I
1: lived, I mean, we both lived in Arizona. Yeah. So you can't like, even the Tex Mex style or anything. You're like, this isn't. Todd Berry's got a great joke where he's like, I think they can figure out a quesadilla. Uh, He's (laughs) like, tortilla, melted cheese. I think they can figure it out. (laughs) It's fucking great. But uh, it was like a fancy, they had like the fancy version of every, like the fancy, uh seafood place was like Blue River. They had all these like different Yeah which was an awesome softball league. If you played on the if you worked at the restaurant, that softball league was like a beer league on Monday. Cl- were you
0: clutch at softball?
1: I was left field, I was smoking cigarettes. Just diving ripping, for Ripping balls, heaters, ripping, diving <laughs> ripping butts. And I would dive for balls. I was wanting to make I was because I was still drinking. So I'd be half in the bag by like the fifth inning. Sure. And I would dive for balls I didn't need to dive for. And they're <laughs> like, soda. <laughs> and I'm just like
0: Everyone's like, can of corn. And you're like, Duh-rah! Duh-rah! and I'm
1: just dive and miss it. And then I'd get up. And one time I the best throw I've ever had in my life, I swear to God, Santino, the greatest a ball has ever came out of my hand and left was in that fucking softball league. My friend El- Elvira, just this like what? sweet girl Elvira. Oh,
0: for a second I thought it was a dude. I'm like, Elvira, no. the dude?
1: Uh-oh. Yeah, no. And not the spooky haunted queen. Right. My <laughs> friend Elvira from the Bronx. Just this like sweet little girl playing like a catcher because you know you had, had two girls on the field mm-hmm. at one time so we had one at catcher and then our friend kelly who could ball at second base right dude i'm in left field and i did it i tried to dive and i missed it guy rounds the, one of the guys around <laughs> rounding third dude i picked up that ball and with a crow hop put it on a rope it was put it on a, fu- a dialed fu- in the only time i've ever done it in my life put a fucking laser all she had to do was just put the glove up and she was like, Eek, and then it went again. And I was like, No, that was the best throw I've ever had.
0: <laughs> when it's when you let go of it and you're like, Holy fuck, I'm a pro athlete. <laughs> yeah.
1: I like held it. I held it. I was like, that is so sweet. Across Coming your off. body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, it scared a lady. Um
0: It scared well, anytime you throw balls is gonna scare a lady. By like, the way, that hey. second girl that you're talking about, everybody has two girls on the team in these yeah. men's leagues, and one of the two, no offense, is Elvira. Yeah. And the other one is a gangster. Dude. He's tougher than almost all the dudes on the squad.
1: Kelly was a bartender, and I'd watch her turn two. And I was like friends with her and her husband, John. And I'd be like, it was, it was, it was beauty. It was magic. It was beauty at work to watch her snag it and fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and then just. Bam. She's doing just, the no
0: glove flips. Yeah, yeah dude. dude just, <laughs> just a bare hander
1: <laughs> right to it. But it was. And then, dude, just like, you'd be drinking Tecate Tall Boys. Oof. And you're just like three in, in Central Park smoking Camel Lights. You're like, this is. I'm watching.
0: You know, I got to like, tell you, it does sound pretty fun. It was awesome. It was awesome.
1: Dude, Joe List. I'll, bring, I'll get back to the original point of this, but Joe Shane Moss was doing Conan. I love that dude. Yeah, he's great. I've I have seen Shane. him a
0: long time, man.
1: This was like 2007, 2008. Okay. Late Night with Conan is still at Rockefeller. Yeah. And uh, List and I are fast buds. And he's like, dude, my buddy from Boston, Shane Moss, was living in Boston from Wisconsin. He's like Shane Moss is doing his second Conan. You should come watch it. Just I can't get you backstage, but I can get you like Conan tickets. And we had just won the championship in that softball league, and I was hammered. Hammer. And I was like, I would love to see a Conan <laughs> and I, in my softball shirt. Put on jeans from my backpack. I'm like sweaty, and I just took the D train down to Rockefeller Center. Got in and was like late. So I had to lie and be like, I'm here with the comedian. And you just, you know, as a comic, you kind of know and how to press it. look at
0: you and they're like, yeah, that sounds All right. right. Yeah. They
1: sat me right by the Max Weinberg 7 and I was just drunk. And I remember having <laughs> to piss so bad. And not but being able like, to get up, yeah. And it, but I liked it because it was air conditioned. I was like, oh, this is sweet. But, the small things. Uh, yeah, it was. I was like, this is pretty, I got to piss, but this is nice.
0: And Shane crushed. Murdered. That dude always killed on Conan, man. Murdered. He always killed. It was awesome. But the guy that
1: owned the company that owned all those restaurants
0: mm-hmm.
1: was this guy, Steve Hansen. And basically, same thing as you're talking about the donut guy, he worked at TGI Fridays and they basically <laughs> laid out their corporate thing. And he's like, Oh, I'll just do upscale TGI Fridays. I'm stealing that. And then just put in, because the, they would have like their policies. Right. Every restaurant was the same. We all had to go to the same alcohol classes. You would be there with like Bluefin or like fucking Ruby Foo's. And it's like different. <laughs> Things, but then
0: was there one called ruby foos? Yeah, it was next to caroline's <laughs> oh my right next God. to caroline's now foos. it's a
1: junior's cheesecake but yeah ruby foos
0: and this dude just owned all this shit dude. and is he gone did he sell it off?
1: millions he's like fuck this i'm yeah. out yeah he would bring in his family and his kids who are like probably older teenagers now yeah Were the meanest <laughs> kids and i don't even know <laughs> if i should redact this because you know this guy's a powerful guy Uh, You'll be okay. I don't know, dude. His kids were, they would terrorize the staff in a way that I was like, yo, this is like a fucking movie. It's a massive, we're talking about a massive restaurant, two floors on 50th and 3rd, and and this is pre-housing collapse, so you're talking Bear Stearns, Blackstone, all those finance guys would go have dinner with their side pieces and shit, (laughs) or have business dinners right there in the building. Wow. It was like that kind of thing, yeah. And he would come in with his kids, and it was like, fucking drop everything and make sure this guy and his family have the
0: best time. And they had to treat these kids like they were grown and ups and whatever they wanted. Knew it. Yeah. Go get me a coke, Dan. My, my dad can fire you. Would say that little fucking. Said
1: it to my buddy Pete. My dad can fire you, and I was like, and I can take you to a warehouse in Staten Island and probably get eight hundred thousand dollars if I do the <laughs> phone call right. You ever want to see your son again? He's,
0: he's like, it better be more than that.
1: Yeah. it's like, also, Dan Soder doesn't have to do silverware for the next. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's how you give yourself up. No more side work for <laughs> no Dan. More, no more folding napkins for lunch and We're closers. not going to fucking marry Sals ever again. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, Salsas is never on the lunch closer. So <laughs> he doesn't have to bring down mochahetes.
0: Dude, remember doing, we've talked about restaurant shit too. Dude, it's. I, re- I remember having to do side work and then sometimes when I keened up pay someone else to do it because I was like this is killing me so much yeah that I'll just lose a little bit of money tonight dude, and just fucking have someone else do it and everyone someone would always be like I'll do your bullshit side work you give me fucking money we had to do napkins that was the thing ah you dude had gun in my fifth, mouth
1: you had to fold they would come in these like you know we're talking uh, big industry New York City restaurants so yeah. they have a deal with a laundry place there where a truck shows up yep. gives it to the porters but it would be these like stacks of fucking napkins and you'd have to cut the thing off and you'd open it and it would smell like a Wednesday night, but it was laundered. It smelled like a wet Wednesday night (laughs) and you'd have to sit there and like, that's when you hear the crazy of the whole staff. Yeah. Everyone's just doing the same thing. Yeah. And then it's like a girl being like, I woke up in Harlem last night and I was in the, in the street and you're like, what, what's up, Ashley? (laughs) She's (laughs) like, you said you would take my Thursday shift. And she's like, (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh-huh. You just see all the crazy shit yeah.
1: with people, but you get to a point when you're a senior server where you're like, I'm, I'm not doing this.
0: shit. Yeah, don't do that shit anymore. Fuck that. In here, we pour whiskey. Whisk, you got a busy life. You're a busy bee. You're a busy little bee buzzing around town, and you know what? You need someone to help you with errands, and sometimes it's just more than food. DoorDash is more than just food. They get all sorts of knickknacks for you that you need. They're incredible. DoorDash can get it to your door right now. Now, along with the restaurants you love, you get groceries, other essential items delivered with DoorDash. Get drinks, snacks, and other household items in under an hour. Come on. Under an episode of The Sopranos. Craving late-night ice cream? Forget that one key ingredient for dinner. Maybe you just need to stock up for the week. DoorDash is the place, man. With over 300,000 partners, you can support your neighborhood go-tos. Choose from your your favorite restaurants, whether it's Cheesecake Factory or it's uh, Chipotle, you know? You can get whatever you need from DoorDash. DoorDash is incredible. If you haven't heard of it, come on, man. Where have you been living? What's been going on? For a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees. 25% off, zero delivery fees. Your first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code WHISKEY. Download the DoorDash app, enter the code WHISKEY. 25% off, up to a $10 value, zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app. In the App Store, enter the code WHISKEY. Don't forget, that's code WHISKEY for 25% off your first order with DoorDash. Subject to change, terms apply. Do you want to feel safe in your home? I bet you do. I would like to be safe in my home. I want to feel simply safe, if I'm being honest with you. US News, PC Magazine, Popular Science, they all have ranked Simply Safe Home Security as the best home security of 2021. Okay, that's pretty incredible. Uh, I got to tell you, Simply Safe was uh, amazing. They sent a box to my house, and um, we had had like little cameras, but uh, then they give you these little sensors for the doors. Uh, they give you a, a full kit of everything you would ever need to keep your house safe and protected. And it's got sensors and cameras already included. Wireless outdoor security camera, which I love that I put over the garage. Don't you try to get in my garage. Um, and Simply Safe is less than a dollar a day. You could set it up in around 30 minutes and it's easy to use. I did it by myself with these stupid hands. Uh, there's never a long term contract and you can even try for 60 days, risk free. All right? See if you like it. If you don't send it back, free of charge. Pretty cool. Simply Safe protects over a million homes in the United States alone. And you know what? Make yours one of them. If you want to feel safe and comfortable, they have all the materials to do that with Simply Safe. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com/whiskey. You know it, baby. Go today and claim a free indoor security camera. Free inside, watch your dog or the kids that you leave home alone when you're out having a nice dinner. Uh, you can claim it for free plus 20% off with interactive monitoring. Go to simplysafe.com/whiskey. Simplysafe.com/whiskey. Ginger, I like ginger. Why is it? that the restaurant industry brings out. I don't know if it influences you to become here. Here's what made me think of this. The other night we went bowling. My little sister was in town and we went bowling and it was like Monday night after 7 PM is industry night. So it was half off. And you know, in the restaurant world, it's like, that means everyone goes out and gets drinks together and all that Mm -hmm. shit and blah, blah, blah. But it was like the, the business of being in the restaurant business was so influential to like heavy, heavy drinking and drug use. And I was like, did any of these people drink and do drugs before they got these jobs? Because I feel like everyone I knew that was in the game was a full-blown alcoholic.
1: Well, what it is is you're taking people's shit all day. All day. So you want to let it loose at night.
0: But I was ah. a big drinker,
1: so for me, I was like, this is great. Dude.
0: This is everybody's like me.
1: Getting drunk. I worked a double one time, and me and my buddy Jose went over to the this bar over on 2nd Avenue. Mm-hmm. And we are doing, uh, he was telling me about having Blue Moons with splashes of orange juice. So we are doing Blue Moons with orange juice and then double Jameson's. on our fucking break oh buddy (laughs) dude i came back and we and jose and i were working the the like the dining room together Mm -hmm. and we were we had a 13 top that we had to split it was tori amos wait the amos the singer the singer yeah showed up with 12 of her friends and jose and i are hammered annihilated (laughs) we are waiting on you guys want fucking
0: bread dude
1: at one point Tori almost grabbed my hands and she was like you have a beautiful soul and I was just I was like thank you Tori am I gonna
0: fucking pump Tori Amos tonight
1: (laughs) am I about to break off Tori Amos (laughs) what are you doing later go to the sports page it's over there on second you want to go to pig and whistle and get hammered Tori come on Tamos come on Tamos (laughs) but we like the restaurant industry here's how i feel about when i find out people in entertainment have worked in the restaurant industry it's the same way i feel when i find out a politician served in the military oh. Where i'm like all right you did your time you did it yeah you've you been you through put some, some shit. shit yeah don't trust any entertainer that has not
0: had to eat shit yeah, that's right because you because when you eat shit and you're eating shit on your come up like you're eating shit at your job and then you're eating shit at night because you're doing mics and you're driving forty minutes to get six minutes, and you're like, "Fuck!" You're eating shit during the day and at night. You're there's building this structural either a phenomenal comedian, yeah. or a full-on murderer, Psycho, psychopath, yeah. Which, by the way, will probably
1: m- be more successful than that comedian for sure because they're going to learn how to navigate the system right. just to get out of the burning fire. Well,
0: because I said to my dad, who, who, what, what billionaire do you know or like that success rate? Yeah. Who's sane? You can't name one sane billionaire. You have to be insane. Anybody Anybody that comes to a point, and I, I say that the same parallel of like, any that's been, when you've been through so much in our business or whatever, you kind of are like, well, you got to be kind of a loopy weirdo to even sustain chaos for this long. Do you want to go back for more? Yeah, it's disgusting. Like, it's masochistic. Yeah, it's Why?
1: Because I think that's like, you have to have a part of your brain that can turn off the part that's like, go be safe.
0: Go be happy. So you're insane.
1: Yeah. You have to have <laughs> yeah. that. It's all we're all psychos and phonies. Yeah. Every single comedian's either a psycho or phony. I said that Jay and I were talking about What if you're a psycho
0: front. and a phony?
1: There's a, there's double dippers. Yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of double I know some double dippers. I know some phony psychos. That's so but funny. like Louis, Louis J Gomez who's one of my friends and a psycho always called always used to call me out on you know what dude and be like he's like you're a psycho and I'm like oh yeah yeah, yeah. I'm just nice.
0: Yeah, nice psycho. So people- You're a wonderful psychopath. I'm just a nice guy, but I'm a fucking nutbag. Yeah, weirdo, nutbag. And this is the thing about being in the psycho comedian sphere, is like when you're a weirdo or a nut and you can flip, It's also the thing that people like the most about you because they're like, your brain fires so weird. (laughs) Yeah,
1: you know, you're like, I'm not looking at this situation from a fun angle because I'm normal.
0: (laughs) I'm doing it this because it's
1: like, something's something's afoot. I've been dinged up. (laughs) I've been dinged up. It's like, you know, yeah, when you put your thumb over the hose, you know, and it comes out stronger and weirder. That's just all comedy is. It's like we got a thumb over our brains.
0: And that's so, that. It by the way, like, you just gave me an image when I first when I first moved into my house up here. Yeah, <laughs> I I got tanked one night and I was so proud. I sat on the patio and I was like, I I did it. Like I got a house. I worked all these years and I like got a place of my own. And then immediately turned into my dad and I was like, I gotta water the lawn. <laughs> and My lady goes out. Care of this. And she comes out and she's like, Babe, it's like three. And I'm, and I'm doing the thing with the thumb yeah. and the hose, and I'm just equally spreading it out. I'm like, 20 more minutes or so. Yeah. An hour goes by. She's like, you're drunk, dude. Stop. Please That's stop. so funny. Because I, I just felt like I was like, this is what I need. I get to control. This is my and land.
1: You, you're a landowner. It's and, me. And I'll tell you, I, I don't know what it's like, but I just can imagine... It. That land owning hits that white ears. Oh yeah, baby, and you get it.
0: Uh huh. That's a greed gene. I go out boy. there, I yell racial epithets in you the go, that's backyard. This is my land. <laughs> this is not your land. I'll grab a Native American, bring him over, yeah. be like, "Mine, mine!" Manifest, get out of here. Manifest, manifest destiny. Back to the res. Also,
1: it's funny to hear your Chicago accent come out on patio.
0: Yeah, patio. Yeah, you know, patio. you know what's so funny? It'll it go. It's gone away over the years, but does it go back when you're around family? Oh yeah. If I Jay go gets
1: around his family, and that was bad. the first person I saw where he gets his Philly accent. Gets Katie bad. gets her Boston accent a little bit, a little mash. She
0: she always kind of has it. There's like no it, she, in the it, back.
1: It's gone for the most part. And really, then she's around her family. I feel
0: like when I when I hear her say some stuff, sometimes I'm I'm like, that's not a that's not. Well, it's it's obviously not. Well, New York is not a what is New York other yeah. than. If you're Puerto Rican, you have one. Yeah. If you're a white New Yorker, you're like, well, you don't have an accent. You're just a white person. that lives Yeah. In new York. I don't know. The boroughs got them. Queens yeah, and Brooklyn. You got to be kind of deep. Yeah. You got to be an old school white. <laughs> a new school white doesn't do that.
1: Yeah. I'm wondering when Giannis' accent's going to really kick in. It's coming soon. <laughs> it's on its he's way. I- he's almost hitting
0: accent age. <laughs> it's on its way. Yeah. He's in. He's in that. He's in a perfect little spot right now. Gianni just went and did uh, Joe, Joe Rogan, and he brought a dude. That do you know the dude that uh, does a show with him now? No, ah, uh, he just posted. He just posted a picture because somebody for the fiftieth time. Every time Giannis goes on,
1: this he, is what this is what being a comic is. It's like instead of your friends having new girlfriends, they have new podcast, partners. new podcast partners. You're like, yeah. oh, they look happy. Oh yeah, here. yeah, Jared
0: Harvin, Jared Harvin, Jared Harvin, uh, Jared Harvin. That name, I think that's yeah, Jared Harvin. But he, um, but anyway, my point was, some dude tweeted at me and was like, "Dude, you're one of your closest friends is De Stefano," and he's like, yeah. Giannis can get G- this other guy that I've never heard of on mm-hmm. Rogan, but you can't get the stuff. Steph- Cause Stephano's has never done it. And he talks yeah. about it all the time. That is like, he came on my show and was like, J- you know, Joe Rogan, I'll only come on your show. If you wrestle me nude and let me suck your cock. And then I'm like, that's why he doesn't want you on the show. It's yeah, aggressive. Don't threaten to suck his cock. He's okay. like, I'm Chrissy Cox sucks. I'll <laughs>
1: suck you till you, you're you coming in my tummy. And you're like, yeah, Chris, I don't think that's like, I think you're sexually harassing him. He would
0: like him on the show, but he but people always say, they're like, how come you can't get him on the, on the show? I'm like, Chris is successful enough. He could get on the show if he needs to get on the show.
1: Yeah. But also. Chris is doing theaters,
0: dude. That's what I said. I, and I say, you're doing fine anyway. You don't need it. But Chris does want to go on because they want to have an N-word off. I think he wants to do like, who could say it more? <laughs>
1: <laughs> they, uh, that's You were talking about eating shit, and I think. That's like a thing that I always love Was when I find out what shit people have had to eat and not yeah. even outside of the business. I think it's just good for ev- any human being, it's good to be humbled yeah, consistently. But with like entertainment, what happens is, is you, you, they give you like such a big plate of shit that you eat it and then they give you a little less shit and you're like, oh, this is Every nice. year,
0: year you eat less shit.
1: And then you get to the point where you're not eating shit, and that's where it turns against you.
0: You kind of want to eat a little bit of shit. You should always be eating a little bit of shit. You should, then you go out of your way to find it.
1: Yeah, just eat a little turd right. of something that you're like, I don't want to do this.
0: But the turd has to be a certain temperature. At some point you're like, can I have a little bit of warmth on the I turd?
1: I a cold turd this time. <laughs> it's like a hot turd. It's all loose.
0: I've been eating hot shit for a long time. <laughs> I've been eating a lot of loose stool, <laughs> and I ain't
1: down with it anymore.
0: You do though; it does shape you as a fucking human being, and I do think it is. That's like at least if you come from a place where your parents, you know, had a little bit of a, a little bit of strife in their career, it makes you go, "Oh man, it's it it shouldn't be easy for anybody," I guess, because mm-hmm. then it all makes you a little bit, then you relate a little bit more. Yeah, then, it's, then the I broad always, sensibility helps you go. Well, I know what this is like because yeah. I talked to a dude the other day. You know, he's like, I don't want my kids. And this guy's very successful. And I'm not gonna. I am not going to i But he, but he is, you know, way beyond. And he's like, ah, I'm trying to make sure my kids aren't assholes. And when we took them, they took them to Disneyland, and they didn't get the VIP. You know, what, yeah, whatever the, the flash fuck pass. they do, you, whatever. Yeah, whatever it is at Disneyland. Shout out Six Flags. Yeah, that's, that's, that's Six Flags. Yeah. Which, yeah, which we just did. I just did the flash bash. <laughs> yeah. But he was like, I'm trying to make my kids not be assholes. So we waited in lines, and the problem was one of the kids had. The other experience where he's like, Why can't we just go through the way like we did before? Yeah. And he's like, That doesn't, that wasn't, uh, that, that was, was broke. A, that was a fake thing. We did, we did that because that was a thing.
1: Because you have cancer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, What? Yeah.
1: You have yeah. you have child you're riddled, leukemia. You're with it. It's all your whole body. <laughs> but it's we, in your blood. Remember when you went to bed early? You slept it off. So you don't have cancer anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'd be mean, giving my kids fake cancer. They got it on. good kids. now.
0: But. Tuesday, I think you'll get it again. Yeah, dude, you're going to get leukemia if you don't eat your vegetables. <laughs> it's threatening cancer on your kids. But he goes, I I want to do that again. And he was like, it was so hard because a piece of me, he goes, as me, wanted to go, dude, I've worked really hard. I want to just skip the fucking line. Yeah, I've, I've, put, I've put my time in doing but that. But he goes, I guess I should eat a little fucking yeah. plate of shit like we're doing to make it go, kids, this is the so, real world.
1: There's a truck of this coming for you.
0: Right, and I think I was humble because it made sense to me. I was like, wow, man, this dude's very successful. He could fucking whatever he needs. Yeah. And I thought, that's pretty cool. He's like, yeah, waiting in line fucking sucks. Yeah. He's like, and I didn't want to do it because we had the ability and the access to not have to. But he's like, I think I should do this for this kid because otherwise everywhere we fucking go.
1: He's going to be like, let's go. Why don't the we go line? through the back? Yeah.
0: You know, why don't we go through the back is an idea that like rich kids only know.
1: But also it's a thing that comics only know. When's the last time you were told to go through the front and you're like, wait, so. I, what
0: for? <laughs> what's up there
1: who's gonna walk me to where i need to go to be comfortable
0: well dude like we did i just played the the win and they were like do you want someone to walk you down to the showroom or we can get you a car and they'll drive all the way around the casino to the back and i was like i'll take the car to the casino to yeah the back. dude <laughs> just because you're like i want to just di-. also i think people don't realize comics even though you see us in public and we're these attainable machines that you can be like my dude
1: sody yeah yeah
0: also, right before a show, we would like a little bit of air of mystery. Like, I still like the hide I before am, you see me.
1: Daddy's so fucking perfect because there's clubs, yeah, that still exist that don't have green rooms,
0: which is fucking So you just what's have going to, on? You just have to sit in the bar. It's like slumped over in a stool. Yeah, dude. And like we
1: used to. Nate and Joe list always used to talk about this about movies. Like, when you leave a comedy show, you know, like, when they tell your feature that they liked him better than you, and you're just mm-hmm. standing there, and you're like, well, all right, I heard that. Yeah. it's like Which
0: literally every comic has heard. Every comic. A- the-, the biggest guy you know, My favorite one the was smallest was guy you Big know.
1: Big J told me that someone did that one time when he was opening for Tell. He's like, that's
0: Dave Tell."
1: And Where they were are you and talking they were like, oh,
0: yeah, about? Yeah, he
1: sucks. <laughs> yeah, you're like, no. I mean, sh- sure, you like me more, but I'm not. But uh, Nate, Joe, and I always used to joke around about that with, like, movies. Like, you don't leave Batman and, like bane and batman like you know they're all like tom hardy and christian baylor sitting there and you're like you you gary oldman you you were good (laughs) you were the good one take
0: notes boys yeah
1: and then you're like all right thanks but also comics we get used to being ushered into the back we get used to being like
0: yeah you want the you want the the, you want to hide out a little bit it gives it it helps your it helps suspend this idea that you're like This is an it's a, it's a performance or a show or whatever you want to call it.
1: But there's also a thing of, like the thing I loved about Jon Stewart when he came to the cellar, he had known Michelle Wolf, so she knew him. So, you know, we got like a, I didn't get like an awkward intro. I got one of my best friends being like, oh, this is my good friend in comic. And you're like, hey, guy that I took took journalism as a major because of you, not realizing that you were just a comic the whole time. But, um he was, like, able to be, like, sit down and be like, so what shit's on the menu, boys? And that's I was like, awesome. Key West, Florida this weekend, and he's like, well, that's a good plate of shit. You know, like, immediately yeah. wasn't like, ew. Why no, are you he knows. It? He remembers. Yeah. You he remember. asked me if it was a Rascals. He goes, the Rascals was? Like What's that. Rascals? was that was a like an old club I never chain heard of it. from the 80s.
0: All I knew down there, all I did play down there was uh, Captain Brian's. Off the hook, dude. Yeah, off the hook, dog. How <laughs>
1: Magical got so excited one time, like, 2000 and al
0: magical got excited yeah yeah Two 2013- thousand. This had been a couple decades ago <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: but in 2013 we were at like a comedy central thing in new york like a uh a, like the, their central park show yeah it was like the after party and i was telling schumer and magical that i was gonna go work off the hook and they're like i just started headlining and they're like you're gonna bomb so hard
0: you better believe it and i was like what
1: <laughs> and they're like no you're gonna and i it was july fourth weekend it was back when it was on marco island and That's i thought it
0: was for me yeah fucking four hot ones
1: five hot ones it's dude it was
0: pain that was the Friday Saturday Sunday show I've ever had to do in front of that shark jaw it was there's a fucking buffet of like shrimp and 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 fucking crab legs Bobby Kelly was like
1: there's just an open window and you see the guys cooking and they're just watching you bomb and you're like I know and
0: you'll see sometimes they'll look up and be like "Mm." (laughs) you're like oh dude I see the cooks eat but you know what honestly again Still need to eat a little you bit of You find shit.
1: what's fun about that. You're like, that condo was great. That condo was oh unbelievable. Oh, It was incredible. It felt like I was selling Coke in South Florida. You know, that
0: weekend I didn't mind bombing because I got the phone call that I got, like, my first sitcom. Yeah. first sitcom I ever did, I think. I got the, the ABC show, and I was like, wow. And in my mind, of course, I was like, this is going to change my life forever.
1: And then you go bomb.
0: Yeah, they go eat shit. So it was like this weird duality where I'm like, I'm kind of still happy, I, but I'm sad that this is happening.
1: Yeah, I got my HBO special on a Tuesday and was eating my dick at the Albany Funny Bone on Friday.
0: But look at that! But isn't that kind of don't like, you need that bowl? You need a yeah, bowl.
1: That's it. That's the plate of shit. Yeah. That's
0: so when so you're nice. eating it,
1: you go, "Well, I got that. I got that plate of fucking great food." Yeah. yeah I'll eat the shit because then you I get to eat on the great some food. of this poop. Yeah. You know, I'll I'll
0: clear I'll. Wash it down <laughs> exactly. Well, are you doing? By the way, tonight. Well, this is this is already going to be out by yeah. the time this happens. But you're going to do your hour tonight. Is this going on? So are you like? Is this what you want to nah, take? Still so building. You're still I'm still building. I want
1: to disappear for like, you know. I think we're in the age of accessibility. We have to put more out. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if I drop like, you know, I'm filming a lot of sets, and if I have like, hey, I like this thirty, I'll, I'll dump it.
0: Are you? Are you? Do you take someone with you to film all that stuff? No, it'll
1: be depending on the city. Yeah. If I if I know that there's like someone my friends have used or someone, I'll be right. like, oh, I'd
0: like to film my sets. Are you gonna film tonight? Yeah. Good. So I always well. have this kind of slight dream of, of of filming a special at the comedy store, just because like the history of spe- they, when they used to. Oh do yeah, Louis did there. one there yeah. for that reason. And Dave. Yeah. I just have this weird thing where I'm like, oh, it kind of would be nice, but also it's home, so it feels a little. You know what it feels like if you like if you ever. N- knew a pro athlete and then you go watch them play at home mm-hmm. it's w- weird because you're like they're so used to it if they're so comfortable yeah, there's nothing special about it right it's weird and but for you could, it is yeah but, but that, for them they're like yeah it's a fucking another day and that
1: could lend a different take on the material where you're like more 100%. comfortable with it you you know you or or you
0: get a little bit lazier too because you're like this is home. I do this here all the time. But
1: that's why, I, I, when I did the HBO special in New York, that was for that specific reason where I was like, I want to feel like, I want to I want to ride, I rode the train to my special. Like I, I love I, that. I you and the, Jay-Z, man. Yeah. Yeah, much different. Different tax <laughs> brackets. But I, I took like, because I was like, I want that feeling of when I get off the train. Now, I could have filmed it and jerked myself off, but I was like, I actually just want to do that. And it was, like, kind of cool to come out of the subway.
0: And to go and, to the van And, like,
1: cross the street and be like, yeah. hey, and see the trucks. And you're like, that's fucking cool. Louis did that with, uh, uh I think it was hilarious when he did it at the Beacon Theater. Yeah. Where he, like, you watch him walk from his house into the, the thing. Beacon. And it was like, that's so cool. That is so, so fucking. Because it lends itself that you're more like, I'm dude, I get nervous to do stand-up in L.A. Do you? Yeah everyone's
0: hot everyone's well, important well you know what dude I, you know it's just because it's it's just because it's the um it's the other side of the family like yeah it it's, really is it, That's it's a good like, when i go it. to new york every time i go to new york and i go go play the cellar or something like that or go pop in somewhere and have some fun my immediate reaction is like oh, i've got to fucking i gotta go say hi to her uncle you know yeah. it's like i've got to go do all this but it all works out and you're like oh this is just is great i just it's a head Okay. It is. It's a
1: head, but it's funny because then the most comfortable you come in rooms are like cities that you just go to a lot that you have no per- personal connection to, like Providence. I'm going to be at Comedy Connection, and I'm just like, I've worked the room for 10 years now, and you're just like,
0: I just have fun. Just would up. you ever shoot something there? That would be interesting. See, that to me seems like the play. That little, I wanted
1: like... to do the HBO special. At, uh, one of the first ideas I had was doing it at Helium in Portland. Oh, Because yeah. I just like every weekend I've ever had there, I'm like- This is incredible. So fun. And it's not, it's been done before. Stanhope did a special at Gotham and just changed the way it looked. Ari did Cap City and changed it. Rogan did Comedy Works and changed it. They're like, you just go in and change
0: a club to make it look. Yeah, I've thought about that. I think I would do, I think if I do another one, if, and if I don't just quit stand up today, I think I'll do Boston for some reason.
1: Really? I don't know why. Just have a good time there.
0: I think they think I'm theirs. Yeah, they do. They look at me and they're like it's it Dude, maybe it, it's the burr effect cuz uh, it's the red-headed dickhead thing but they're like he's one of ours.
1: Just there's just people that have Boston looks yeah. that you can just <laughs> walk amongst the zombies there. Yeah, yeah. You, Gillis,
0: dude. Yeah, Gillis 100%. I
1: brought Shane with me to laugh Boston years ago and he just stepped in and it was like it was like Elvis was on stage. Like there were like girls like, were whipping. There he is. Kid. Gr- girls are just whipping panties and they're like he's <laughs> fucking large. Look <laughs> at him. He looks Irish, but I don't know. I <laughs> oh, fucking loves Notre Dame. He's got a Notre Dame. He had like a Notre Dame zip up on, and oh, they were
0: like, "Please, they're coming. They they're, all, the room. they're all coming. Right there. <laughs> Everyone's
1: coming." They're like, "Oh, fuck. but it's like yes, yeah, certain. You know, you have if you have a Boston face, you can go to Boston. It, it
0: is one and funny. As I'm from Chicago, but it's like Chicago." Doesn't have a look. Nope. There's so many different, you know what I mean? Yeah. Boston has like a fucking look dude. of human. Philly has kind of like a look of human. If yeah. I
1: fucking put on fleece and talk about uh, trail mix, good luck following me in Denver. <laughs> this voice, this voice that was built in
0: the Rockies. What are those, what are those, uh, what are those shoes? I can't think of now. Oh, Teva, Tevas, Tevas? Yeah. With socks? Bro, I'll you and Tevas. Up.
1: Woo! Talk about some 14ers. What do you want to get into? Some
0: teeners, dude! Yeah, yeah, dude. We'd hike all the talk teeners about, this year.
1: You guys are going to talk about Bike to Work Day?
0: You do have this, like, uh, I'm over the mountains voice. All
1: my friends have it. Really? All my friends
0: you're are all real oddly men?
1: tall, white dudes that are just like, hey, you're from Colorado. It's just like, you meet my friends and are like, yeah, you're from Colorado. There's
0: just Do like you have this- a car in New York or no? No. If you did, what would it be? Probably a Subaru. <laughs> <laughs> I'd
1: probably get a Toy- Toyota Highlander.
0: I don't know, jack it up a little bit. I'll be dead honest,
1: honest, Nissan Altima. Why is the Ultima the choice? Love an Ultima because it's not a maximum. Simple, Maxima. sexy, fun. I'm not wagging my dick at you. <laughs> <laughs> but I could be an Uber. Or I could be a guy that's just like a Warren Buffett type. Just really doing to... it. Right, because he drives like a... He drives a real... And Nissan, God bless him. When I... We rent car, I rent a lot of cars. Yeah. Because I'll rent even when like... I'll You know, like I'm a Hertz and Enterprise member or whatever. Next week I'm renting to go to Providence. So I'll rent a car for four days because then I can go around Providence. But uh, I get an Ultima? See boy, boy's juiced. Woo. Cause I get in, I know where everything is. <laughs> What's all up, up, bitches? Dude, I know where the fucking where all the paddles are. I know oh, you got switch. all your shift? You got I all your knobs suck. and gold knobs <laughs> yeah, and switches? Yeah, dude. Call me Han Solo on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I'm just twisting dials. <laughs> and, dude, the pilot's in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I get it, dude. Once you once you get to. Uh... Once you get to a place where you're gold status at mm-hmm. Hertz or whatever the fuck, and you're like, oh, right, you mean the President's Circle? <laughs> They're like, I'll walk <laughs> in the.
1: And I think they just went bankrupt. <laughs> Did just, they really? Yeah. <laughs> the the Hertz that's by uh, our place in yeah. in Jersey like is gone now, and I'm like, how, dude? I don't know. They went bankrupt. Well, Beginning of pandemic, oh, they yeah. went bankrupt because yeah, no selling one. their fleet. And I, oh, al- yeah. we almost bought a car. I almost got an ultima. Your you know, boy almost got a 2018. My boy,
0: my boy almost got laced up. <laughs> Where were me me and O'Connor? You know, because O'Connor comes with me, me. and O'Connor I love like, that We dude. were driving somewhere and they couldn't rent us a car. They were like, we don't have we don't have like any cars. I've we had that. We had with to Inter- like wait. And I was like, what do you mean any fucking cars? I was like, there's 30 cars out there. They're like all these are literally all going out. These are yeah. already like rented out.
1: That happens to me by the enterprise by my mom's house in Aurora. I'll rent a car there if I'm there for like more than three days because I, you know, I ain't gonna take the old lady's whip.
0: I'm gonna, what is she pushing?
1: Uh, she got a nice Toyota. I think it. She doesn't have a Highlander. She, she's got Celica. A, what are we talking? No, no, no. She's got it's Colorado, so she's got a Forerunner. Oh, Forerunner. Yeah. Yeah. I Those her, are dope. Yeah, I helped her buy it, which was like that was my fucking.
0: Wait, you paid some? You put down some? I of the put sketch? down most of it. Didn't it that was, feel good?
1: It felt the best. Well, also.
0: It's like when rappers talk about it. Like bought my mom a Gucci purse.
1: Yeah, but I bought my mom a reasonable sports utility vehicle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but she was. Um, my mom was coming home from the gym. Like she wanted a new car for her seventieth. I was going to buy her a car. That's my business so manager sweet. was like, "You can't." And I was like, "Because I was still in debt from college or whatever." Like,
0: what if it's an old car?
1: Well, at first he was just like, "No go." Maybe next year. And so I told her I wanted to do it. And then I was like, "Listen, money wise, I can't do it." She's like, "I get it." She was driving home from the gym. She goes. To the, she used to go to the gym crazy early, like four in the morning. Guy had a heart attack and off the highway, off two twenty five, fucking head on collision with my mom. Holy shit. This bitch walked out of it like the Terminator. She, like, kicked the door (laughs) off. Like, (laughs) there was this fire. I'm
0: fine. Call the authorities.
1: (laughs) I'm very proud of my son. (laughs) Have you ever seen the Showtime show Billions? This is him. Do you know this boy? (laughs) He kissed Amy Schumer in Trainwreck. (laughs) It's It's like shit that no one cares about. You have seen this film? Have you seen him? He was, yeah. And so I was working good nights in Raleigh, and I got a text that's like, Hey, this is the EMT. I'm with your mom. She's fine. But her car was totaled. And so I was like, you got a new car. So she got insurance money. And I was like, get what she, I mean, it was an old ass ForeRunner, like a 94 or some shit. And this was like 2015. So she was able to get like a grand, two grand. Yeah. And I was like, tell you what, you get the, you get the insurance money and I'll pay the difference and we'll get you a new ForeRunner. We got her like a 2015. That's dope, dude. It was great. Doesn't that feel nice to do? Buying that? Find your mom used cars, dude. Yeah, 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 But honestly, was... that's
0: like the new. That's like the the comics version of buying something for the rapper buying their mama house. Is yeah. us buying you a used car? <laughs> He's giving
1: us a good deal. Yeah, I'm get, like, I got you a fucking yeah, good car. Check the Carfax. This thing's good to go. This <laughs> zero just... accidents, mom. <laughs> this it's been thing's... in zero two owners. And we like it was it was like cool to help her out and be like, oh fuck.
0: But does your mom like? Is your your mom's retired and all that stuff yeah. now. Yeah, so like at this point, she probably has everything she needs. Let's say in the next couple of years, your career goes like absolute ape shit and you could buy your mom anything. Would yeah. she ever want anything? Like, would you want her, would you want to buy her a house type of shit like that? Yeah. I would Like get how her, those rappers do it? You know,
1: she has like a townhouse right now that she has and she loves and she's like, I've helped her with like modifications and shit every year. Yeah. Like, uh, Katie and I got her a fucking 62 inch TV and she was like coming Mark. off, she was coming off like a 43.
0: Yeah. Oh, dude, the upgrade.
1: So we were like.
0: So much difference.
1: Yeah, dude. She's like,
0: I could see all the faces.
1: Yeah, dude. We were like there for Christmas this past year and I was like, to Katie, I was like, yeah, I'm going to get my mom. She's like, yeah, let's go have these on a TV. That's so And so we got her this like big ass TV and I got to see it when I was working comedy works and I was like, it's like most of her wall, you know? Her whole wall is a TV, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, <laughs> I. it's so big. And you're like, <laughs> fuck yeah, get it, Trish. And, and then, so I think, but Do like, you, Trish? There's like another, like she lives still in Aurora, and it, she kind of wants to stay around there, but I would yeah. get her like, there's like this gated community. Right now, she's just a regular townhouse, but there's like this gated that she's like, she's obsessed with because she's like, her townhouse is obviously two floors. Yeah. And she's like 74 now, and she's like, I just kind of want a one- one floor, yeah, like a ranch style, because I'm going to get old here and die here. And yes. you're like, all right, so that would be the thing that I
0: would buy. Yeah, get her, get her a nice, beautiful ranch house. Yeah, just get her Let's right. Let's do it. Guys, click right right on this link Parker right Road. here and donate right now to Trish. Get Put Trisha Trish on a Crib. one level. Go to gettrishacrib.com. You don't want to hear her knees creak. It's like Arvita
1: Sabonis. <laughs> <laughs> My mom played five for the Blazers for, fucking, <laughs> for four seasons. Yeah, dude. Dude, she, that's
0: like I saw I saw fucking fucking Denver, your boy Elway. I went and played golf at this thing, and dude, it, I mean,
1: I didn't. I'm a Niners fan, so I just want to let you I know. I know, but. Just because I'm from Denver, don't
0: assume I'm But also, you re, you fucking
1: love Elway, because who doesn't? You can't grow up in Denver and not watch it's that impossible. guy and be like.
0: But he, this dude, here he is, like, still, like, in phenomenal shape, looks really good, but when he was walking around, dude. It it was just like,
1: yes. like you,
0: you heard the you machine go, oh, that's crack. That's Derek it. Thomas. Yeah. Oh, that's Neil you, Smith. You see flashbacks uh, as he's walking. He's like, Aah. but I said to my dad, I was like, he was like, oh, what was he like? I was like, really cool dude, still in really really good shape. But I was like, watching him walk, looked like you could tell. And my dad goes, that's when they used to play football. And I was like, that's well, it is, that is. That is true what he's saying, but yeah, also, but also Dad, they, used to they kill weren't kill each other. They weren't
1: getting hit by linemen that could run four eight forties. Yeah. Like they weren't getting hit. It's like
0: But now, now yeah, now it's even scarier. But think about, yeah, think about if they could they let them do now what they did back then.
1: Dude they watch murders. That, watch that uh Joe Cool documentary on Peacock about Joe Montana. It's mm. a five parter. Put it out during the playoffs. Boy's ready to run through a wall. I was watching Joe Montana documentary, and then the Niners were in God the playoffs. Damn this fuck. Beating the Cowboys and the Packers. Yay! I was like, <laughs> I was just ripping shit off. I was going nuts. And <laughs> we lost to the fucking stupid Rams. You better believe it. Oh, you fucking bought your fucking.
0: Are you a Bears fan or yeah, you? no, I'm not a Rams fan. Okay, good. Um, no, but I don't like the Niners, but that's okay. That's fine.
1: Uh I I don't I don't mind that. But they were showing Montana in the late 80s. Dude, he got hit by the Giants. His head fucking banged off the astroturf that was like this thick. He'd go to the hospital. And they were like, "No flag, yeah. like, nah, that's legal." No, you could just get a good old fashioned hit. And Elway would. Elway was part of that generation. Just kidding. he got
0: murdered, dude. Murdered. You, you, he he was one of those. He, some of those quarterbacks would get just. He was a scrambler too. Yeah, he, yo, he loved doing his thing. But you could tell his knees were just indicative of a time that was. It was like, dude, just fucking take the hit, take a shot, get back on the field.
1: You know what that is? I'm a huge professional wrestling fan, and when you like that's go right, to these events and you see like guys from the '80s, you're like, dude, there's Bushwhacker Luke. And he's just like, Burr! like the way they move. It's just all like, Fuck!
0: that's the proof that when somebody's like, it's not real or whatever, you're like, dude, these are guys real. are fucking, these guys are bullying each other. Dude, it's just Physically bodying each other all over the place.
1: Yeah. It's stunt men in figure skating outfits,
0: which is, that's my favorite part. It is, dude. It's a little flair. Yeah. So, it, they got some flair. It's a little pizzazz,
1: but that's like you, they, you take, you abuse your body like that. Yeah. And then you just see them old and they're rich still, but they're like, <laughs> oh, fuck hey, no way my favorite is
0: buckus. except for ddp yeah because ddp has got the yoga thing he's
1: he's popping them all out of it but buckus got on fucking twitter and just started talking shit and i don't know now you got to now with like social media accounts you're like is he really running it it's not him no
0: it's it can't be it's whenever i read funny. those i'm like it's too good if it's too funny there's no fucking way
1: yeah you're doing it too well
0: yeah like you're and by the way and the guy that's writing them for you like kudos but also Peel it back a little bit, because it's a little—it's still obvious. Aaron Rodgers is a
1: pussy, and you're like,
0: I believe that. And then it's <laughs> yeah, like a, yeah.
1: another whimsical joke where you're like, ah, I don't think he wrote yeah, that. That's too good. That's too good. That's like too. Well, is
0: there somebody else on Twitter that you follow? That you go, I don't know. I it was can't. Darren Sheik. I love the Sheik, but I love Sheik. Yeah, I think that's him.
1: I think he says stuff and they tweeted it. Out. Yeah, I think he says a version of you something. You know what? I'd pull that back because he's always like,
0: I butt fuck you, make you humble. I love that shit. Yeah, I that, follow the Sheik because I think he's cool. I haven't read one thing once where I've gone... Iron Sheik rules. Oh, Let it be known. Yeah, he's the man. I've never read one thing where I go... out Is that what he said? When I found, I say I found that? out he was a pothead, I was like,
1: Iron Sheik is the greatest. He's the king. Yeah, he got in trouble with... Uh, he was working an angle with Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and they got caught smoking a bowl together. And so, got, like, dude. Dope. You're like, that's <laughs> awesome. The Man. I love
0: that Just shit. ripping apples before yeah, they go yeah, out? They're like, oops, oh, sorry, brother. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude,
0: Did you have rules. a dream when you were a kid to be a wrestler? No,
1: I knew I didn't have the athleticism. Really, you're athletic, aren't you? No, not I'm at just all. Tall. Yeah, I'm but like, I'm. But you're in good enough shape I'm that mid. you could
0: play a thing. I'm like mid. You need a body. What was the one that you did that you could have that you did well? Football, I tackled well, but I didn't understand schemes and shit. Wow, well, dude, learning plays for a Dumbo—that's a nightmare. Oh, so hard. That's why I play basketball. And, you don't have to know any. You don't have to also, know shit. I,
1: I liked weed
0: way too young.
1: Yeah, me too. And it was like a thing where I remember I showed up for a seven v seven for varsity like, my junior year, and they had implemented, like, Jayhawk, which was cover two, and they're like, Soder, what's Jayhawk? And I was like, and he's like, cover two? And I was like. And you're like, what's that one again? Yeah, and he goes, hook to curl. You're And you're like, okay, I'm speaking Spanish, man. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Is
0: that where the Will Backer goes?
1: <laughs> I just fucking smoked weed out of a can.
0: Did you smoke weed during high school? Yeah. Like, in during school, in the middle of the day?
1: Yeah. So we, used to uh, get once... at,
0: we used to get high at lunch. So
1: my high school started super early. You'd start at like seven fifteen, and then junior year you'd be done by like twelve thirty, one o'clock. So that was.
0: So you get high when you were done. Yeah,
1: so we get. We
0: would get high at lunch. I knew guys that were savage. I'd get, they'd high. get high before Me school. Me too. One of my favorite stories of all Couldn't time was
1: uh, we had mobile classrooms because we had like overfilled. You know, they oh. they just opened a new high school by us. Right, you were in the trailers or whatever the trailers. Yeah, fuck the trailers. They yeah, yeah he's yeah. he calling the trailers. So it was like uh my i was in I don't, i'm not gonna brag here it is one of the only ap classes i took i was in ap english whoa and it was second period and i did i didn't have a first period and my buddy joey would come over and we'd do bong rips and my my mom would go to work at like 6:45. he would come over at 7 and we'd get stoned for like 30 minutes and just one time, my fucking second period, I'm like walking up and it's it was winter and I had snow boots on and it had been like snowing and it was like the ramp and it's like wood. And if you're in the trailer, you hear like, doo, doo, doo. Yep. you hear people walking up and then the door opens. Yeah, <laughs> I, fucking, I was so high, I walked halfway up the, the ramp and i was like man fuck this and i just turned around we were reading like Dostoevsky, and i just turned around i was like <laughs> i just went home and sat on the couch with my dog i was like fuck
0: that dude
1: <laughs> i just hated it i hated it. but yeah i used to get high sometimes before class
0: i was always so nervous to get high before, before school i couldn't do it like because i did it one time and i had a fucking panic attack because i was like this i'm too high at least when i would get yeah. high at lunch i would have at least a little bit of time to to like level out yeah. before i walked in the doors dude i have
1: f- i've gone full circle with smoking weed i used to get high before sets i don't get high before sets uh before a headline anymore at all i don't don't fuck with it like i'll get high like got high a little high before the podcast probably get a little high after but then i'm gonna eat nap shower chill yeah and then i'll get high after the show yeah i'm almost 40 it's like i'm going up on i'm going up on stage high with like legit adult anxiety <laughs> like, <laughs> like being like what
0: is this what is this going on and i'm gonna talk to you about what you know what i mean like the pandemic also if you're really trying to structure something when i used to get stoned
1: it's great to riff 15 minutes yeah if fun. i was experimenting yeah i would
0: have fun you see me in new york at the stand yeah that might be high yeah it might be riffing yeah because it's 15 minutes right, right. but if two you're two trying bits. to really work it out for you're an hour also trying
1: to like pace and do well mm-hmm. like now people are paying money to see us dude yeah it's dude. not like we're not in front of a shark jaw with clam muscles getting thrown in a bucket. The good old days. Which by the way, we probably might be in 5 years. We'll be
0: right back there. Yeah. yeah. We're going to be back there soon. Brian, right? captain? Af- after tonight? <laughs> we'll be calling you soon, captain. <laughs> It'll be Captain Osantino. <laughs> captain Osoda. Yeah. No, but yeah, I think that was the same way with drinking with me. Like I used to I didn't drink. Pick, I itched. What did you
1: say? I just I forgot. I was recording. You picked. I did I did the itch. Throw it to me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no. We I used to get a little buzz before I would go on stage, and not and now, not that I'm against it. Sometimes I will have a drink, but uh, most times I don't anymore. Most ever, times I'm like, man, do you ever
1: blackout? Do you ever shoot the mark on a two night show?
0: Oh my god, yeah.
1: Dude laughs in Kirkland, Washington. I got so banged up.
0: Just, just, just a,
1: missed Hurricane the, Sandy, and the whole
0: set was gone.
1: hurricane had a great recorded it listen back that it is a good set. set yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but i but up here,
0: it didn't have it didn't really happen woke up yeah <laughs> woke up like Wah! thank you yeah, thank you hey,
1: what's going on? i hurricane sandy hit new york and i was like supposed to fly out there to do it and i got like bumped or canceled or whatever so then i went out there and i was like mad that i missed thursday and i was just starting to headline so i was like fuck, don't take that fucking day away from me. Right. So now let's go fucking hard. And the first show, Friday, I was boozing, doing shots, <laughs> fucking smoking weed. And then,
0: like, the second show, I was like,
1: more shots. And then midway through, I'm like, ah, and then lights off.
0: Disappeared. That's but you it. also still killed. Had a, had fun. Yeah, I've done it a few times where I'm like, uh. Had fun. But then the ones you don't. Oof. When Ooh. you get too drunk, yeah. and
1: you bomb. Sad. It is. Sad. Fuck, dude. I just said it at the cellar. I went to that place, Triona's, that I referenced, mm-hmm. and like was on at like one fifty. I was on the midnight show at like one fifteen, one thirty. It was right before I quit, and I was on stage, and I was like, you, "Dude, you swam too far out." And I was like on stage, being like, "Why are you?" And everybody's like, "Yeah," <laughs> but I'm on stage, and I'm like, "You guys, flashlights? Why?" <laughs> why are you? Why would you even have them on your phone? And they're like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" The like, hold drunk hold, crowd is like, like, "Hold on, hold what the
0: hold fuck? On. Let me read. Let and me read it. Remember, what I wrote." I yeah, I remember
1: waking up and being like, "Oh, yeah." I remember the feeling on stage, but then I remember waking up the next day being like,
0: "Fuck." Well, because you you want to give everyone such a good show. You want to do your best, and then when you don't, like even when you're not blacked out or whatever, when you have a bad set. On the road, you're like, "Damn, dude, I really been working hard, and it stinks that it didn't go the right." So, like, yeah. you're so much more let down. And then if you caused it, so at least, at least before you're like, "I'm working hard, it's not working." Yeah, this night just did the ball didn't. But if hit you're the fucked bat. when you're fucked up and you do it, you feel so much worse.
1: Dude. Oh man, you're like, "What the
0: fuck?" I'm a, you're like, "I'm a bad comedian." Yeah, I
1: suck. I'm yeah. abusing my. I'm abusing Using my, my power. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to do this. Yeah, man, it's. But then that's also in a way like that's eating some shit. And yeah, you like,
0: need to eat some fucking shit. But tonight, you're not gonna eat shit. You're gonna we're kill. Eating, we're eating fucking filet. Fagwa. Waigu fagwa. Fagwa. All right, we got to get you back so you can get to your show. And I love you. Uh, I love T D. Thanks for having me on. Thank you. I was look, like, look, look was... at. Oh, do you know what? Plug, plug the rest of the dates. This is gonna come out soon in like a week. Okay. So just I say will where say, you're
1: going. Uh, the one I'm gonna plug for sure. April 24th. 20- fucking first april 21st paramount theater austin texas
0: april 21st paramount theater texas austin Austin. texas
1: it's part of the moon tower festival but you can buy standalone tickets so get tickets if you live in austin texas or near austin if you're in san antonio dallas make the drive dude paramount theater is beautiful i've been trying to work it for like ever since i opened for hannibal there in like 2013 so i like nine years i've really wanted to work it Moon Towers, you know, booked me to do the Paramount Theater, so I would love to fill it up. Fill that up. And Come on, man. Go fun, see the boy. Fun show. Danceorder for other dates. I'll be in Winnipeg. I'll be in Tampa soon. I'm all over the place. And then uh Skankfest, Vegas in October. Louis J. Gomez told me to plug
0: it. <laughs> no, you can do it. And also he asked me to do it because I couldn't do it the last time, but it's so funny. It's October what? October It's you- in
1: October. I don't know the dates, but it's coming.
0: No, but I think he told me too. think and they're he, releasing more tickets. He's like, if you're not, if you're not fucking there this year, I was like, dude, yeah, let me Vegas, tell you something. So you can just drive there.
1: Or no. Yeah, it is Vegas. You'll be able to drive. Is there. it Vegas? Yeah. It's Vegas October, October. 14th through
0: 16th. Yeah. yeah. Fourth there you go. October 14th Guess through what? 16th. Guess what? Won't be there. Again. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Um, you know
1: why? You're telling him. I'm not telling him. You
0: know him. why? No, he knows because I said this last time. I go, what are the chances? October sixteenth is my birthday, and this became a tradition this past year. I played the Wilbur on my birthday weekend awesome and then i made a joke to them i said i would play this every birthday weekend you know and this that's going be your thing and they did and they were like we would love to do that so i already have I, the tickets aren't on sale yet but we that's already awesome. locked out yeah what a so, cool. i know what a cool other thing to well be i doing. said it as a joke i go i love making this my this would be cool if it's my birthday weekend and the next year was also my birthday's on like a saturday this time sure. and they were like do you really want to do that and i was like yeah i mean if, is that can we do that now? Is that okay? <laughs> yeah, it was Good. weird. And they were like, we'll lock it in. I that's, was like, okay. That's like, see, you've eaten enough shit
1: that you get to that cool thing. That is kind of wild because you He's... always
0: think that someone's going to go, you don't no. get the, fuck nah, you. no, take a walk. Fuck you. Fuck you.
1: Dude, the second Comedy Works stopped booking me on like St. Patrick's Day weekends, I was like, what a gift. Yeah. <laughs> just work a regular weekend? Just, <laughs> just a, a normal just weekend? Just a plain Jane weekend at the beginning of March. What a, what a treat. It is
0: nice though. You do feel like when you elevate to, because I used to do- Wednesdays or yeah, yeah. I, I do like a one off. That's longer. what it
1: is. Wednesdays to Sundays, and Ugh. then you go Thursdays through Sundays, and you go Thursday through Saturday, and then when you're really balling out, you go Friday Saturday. Friday Saturday, yeah. Friday Saturday is the fucking that's really balling out. By the way,
0: but the Wednesday nights, I shout out to Wednesday night comics. You're out there, you're killing it. Keep fucking. You guys are getting
1: better than us because you're working my those fault, nights. Because
0: you're working fucking Wednesday it's nights. Absolutely true. Go see my boy, uh, Dance Soder. Oh yeah, dude. When thanks for coming by and doing a spot at the comedy store. God bless. I can't wait to do it. Dude, when I was like when I was gonna do
1: this thing, I was like, yeah, you could probably. I'll, like Katie was like, you're gonna do a podcast. I'm like, came to see Santino. I got to do his podcast.
0: Yeah, and then we got to go fucking do tell some tell some yokes, we'll have some fun, at tell the some yokes. All right, we end the show the same way. Look at your camera. Say one word or one phrase to end the episode. It's gonna be cemented in history for the rest of time. So when you're ready, go ahead. Dubious. In here, we pour whiskey. Whisk, 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 whisk.
1: <laughs> Creature in the ginger beard.
0: Sturdy and ginger. Like that, the ginger gene is a curse. Gingers are beautiful. You owe me $5 for the whiskey and $75 for the horse. Gingers Oh hell no. This whiskey is excellent. Ginger. I like gingers.